Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, now it's time to get into some sports. And the sports conversation starts right now as we talk Minnesota Wild Hockey. Stumbling out of the blocks, man. They are struggling right now. Three home games, three L's, big-time L's, too. And joining us now uh, to talk Minnesota Wild Hockey, he covers the Minnesota Wild and the Minnesota Vikings, actually, for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. His name is Dame Mizzitani. And he's joining us here on the uh, John Schuster Call Banker Hotline. Dane, man, look, one of the things that I do is I root for our teams, like the fan part of me. Like there's there's two sides, right? There's the we got to keep it real and we got to criticize and we got to get props and accolades and all that stuff whenever and just talk about what we see. But then there's the fan side, right? Like deep down inside, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm the guy that's like the Sid Harbin. I want to I want to cheer in the press box and root on my team. Not just because you want to see a winner, but also I want the beat writers. I want individuals like you to enjoy your job. Right now it's tough, man, with a slow start by the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, it's it's been brutal right now. And it's it, it, these games aren't even close. You know, like the game on Saturday night against the Kings, like it was a 7-6 game, but the Wild were chasing the whole time. Um, they're 0-3, like you said. They've given up 20 goals in three games. That's like 6.67 goals per game, if you do the math. It's not going to get it done. You can't win in the NHL if you're, if you're hemorrhaging goals like that. And and that's what Coach Dean Evison's kind of preached so far. Look, it's three games. Um, the, the truth is teams go through ups and downs throughout a season. I'm not apologizing for the Wild, but they went. they had three – game losing streaks twice last year. Um, mm-hmm. One was a five-gamer. One was actually a four-gamer. And and if if you're losing three in a row in January and February, the world's not falling, you know, coming to an end. But when you do it out of the gates, um, fans really start to get tight. So I think that's that, that's right now. The pressure is going to keep mounting each game that they lose because, you know, by nature they don't have a win yet. And and if you're 0-3 and, and, and maybe 0-4 after the game on Thursday night – then you go to Boston, and if you get to 0-5, like, things can get go sideways in a hurry. Um, I'm not worried about this Wild team quite yet, um, but, man, uh, it's certainly been an underwhelming start. Yeah, it is concerning because, look, you're 0-3 and you're at home, and then you got another home game against Vancouver tomorrow night, and then – no, not, not tomorrow night, on Thursday against mm-hmm. Vancouver. But then you go on the road for, what, one, two, three, five consecutive mm-hmm. games. So that, that's the part that has a, some people concerned out there. But what's been worse in your estimation, Dane? Has the goaltending been worse or the defense in front of the goaltending? 
it, it's got to be the goaltending at the end of the day for me. Um, the defense hasn't been good. They, they, they've left Marc-Andre Fleury and at times yesterday, Philip Gustafson out to dry um, too many times. But but the, the truth is, like, when you look at it, you can do all these things and, and Coach Dean Everson's already, you know, flipped his lines around and flipped his deep pairings around. And obviously, Philip Gustafson got the, got the start yesterday because of how Marc-Andre Fleury is struggling. You can do all of these things, but you need to get a save at the end of the day. And and when the Wild have absolutely needed saves, uh, when they've worked to battle their way back into games, uh, soft goals are going in with far too much regularity, and and that's just that's just the truth right now. So it's hard to pin it all on the goaltender and all of the you know whether it's the coaching staff or the players, they're going to say like, no, this is on all of us. Um, but Mark Andre Fleury you know, took the blame the other night and, and he gets it. He's been around the block. He's been doing this for two decades now. Uh, he, he, he knows it's not good enough so far. I think Philip Gustafson knows it's not good enough so far with some of the, the soft goals that went in last night. And then they're just going to need better goaltending. Like they're going to need to show up their defense for sure. Um, but you can't win if, if you get goaltending like the wild have for three games. Talking to Dame Mizzitani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show on Newstalk 830-WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at Dame Mizzitani. A lot of times in professional sports, and specifically with legendary or great players or really elite players, you don't know that they don't have it anymore until you actually find out, like in the midst of it, right? So like like with, with Tom Brady and the National Football League, people are wondering, okay, th- this looks like it's time for, you know, for, for Tom. And you, you truly, you never really truly know. Are we in that type of situation with uh, March Andre Fleury, that that we're watching and we're looking and we're like, yeah, we we ex- we're expecting more, and it just looks like this might not be it. I, I think so, and I think this has been trending for for a couple of years now. I know Fleury won the Vesna as the best goaltender in the league three years ago, but the, just watch the way Fleury plays goaltender. Uh, he he plays an old school an old school style. A lot of these younger goaltenders coming up now are super efficient with their movement. Not a lot of extra movement in the crease. It's very calculated, almost down to a science. Like if, if the skater is here, I am here, and, and so on and so forth. Fleury's scrambling around. He's always won with his athleticism. He's he's always put on a show. He's been able to do things that other people haven't because of his reaction time and his athleticism between the pipes. But when that goes just a little and you play the game and you win the game that way, uh, when you don't have that athleticism anymore or you, it starts to take a hit, then you're going to see goals that go in where, where he's looking just flustered and uncomfortable in the net. And, and it's because he's always won in a certain way and it's just not working anymore. So I, I don't know if I, I'm ready to say Flurry is washed. And I know like that's the rhetoric being thrown around right now on Twitter, but like, he's certainly on the other side of, you know, his peak. And, and I think it, it is a downward trend at this point. And it, it, it happens. He's going to be 38 next month. And, and, and like you said, with Tom Brady, like it happens um, with LeBron James, it's going to happen at some point. Um, but yeah, it's sad to watch almost because when, when you, when it does happen and when fans kind of latch on to the fact that it is happening, you almost tend to forget like all the things they accomplished to this point. It's like none of that matters because you're struggling right now. And and, and it's been hard to kind of watch that happen with Flurry because he's the ultimate competitor. He, he's awesome to cover. 
he's very, very accountable with, with when he's not playing well. And, and I think he knows deep down, like just watching him react to the other night when he allowed seven goals, like, I think he knows deep down, like I don't have it. Like I used to, um, mm-hmm. hope he can find it because he, he's a heck of a nice guy and you know, awesome to cover. Um, and, and the wild certainly need him to, to find it or, or they could be in trouble. You know, I know that Dean Evison hates to lose, um, one game, um, let alone starting Owen three. What, what type of mood was he in after, uh, their latest loss? Yeah, I honestly expected him to be a little tighter. Like, I thought he was going to be a little more prickly. Um, but what one thing that Dean Everson is good at is keeping kind of like at a, a cruising altitude. Patrick Peterson on the Vikings uses that term a lot. Like, you can't get too high. You can't get too low. You've got to just be at a cruising altitude. Dean Everson knows when, when, when his team needs a kick in the butt. He also knows when they need a pat on the back. And he can feel it. Everyone is trying to do a little too much right now. So when he spoke to us reporters after the game, he was saying, like, you know, we, we've made general gradual improvements. You know, we're going to get there. We played a good game tonight. We deserved a better fate. I'm not sure he believes that. Like, they gave up six goals again yesterday or last night. Like, I don't know if he believes deep down that they deserved a better fate because they allowed six goals. But he knows when the buttons to push and what he needs to say. The team's overthinking it right now. Um, and I think anything he would have said to be – hypercritical in that situation in that moment he knew that that would have done nothing but but you know a detriment to the team so he gave him the day off today they did not practice he said get the heck away from the rink um they'll return to practice tomorrow wednesday and uh then get ready for a game on on thursday night which uh they, they really need they really really need that one dane give me um Give me a, a silver lining. Give me something that has impressed you or something that you think that Wild fans uh, should be observing or that they've seen in the first three games that gives you um, gives you some good hope. Yeah, my my natural inclination is to say Kuro Kaprizov, but that feels like cheating. Like, the dude is just next level. That does so, feel like cheating right now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, knew, we know he's going to be good, and, and he is. He's spectacular. Something that has surprised me or maybe just given me, you know, kind of optimism for the rest of the season is, is Matt Boldy. Um, he, he's a guy who came in last year. Obviously, you know, people know who Matt Boldy is. He's, he's a pillar of this team moving forward into the future. Uh, but he looks like a man out there. You know, he's 21 years old. I think at times the game was a little big for him last year, even though he had a lot of success. When he put the work in in the offseason, the way he carries himself, he looks like a, you know, like a, a 10-year vet on the ice. Um, but just watch him play. He's imposing now. And he's growing into his body more and more. Uh, I think he's someone who is already a special player, but has the potential to to reach a level that that I don't think we saw coming as fast as as, as he could to reach it. Um, and I think a lot of that is due to the work he put in this offseason, the skill set he has. Um, I think the Wild have a solid core with Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Boldy coming up the pipeline. You got Marco Rossi. Um, Matt Boldy, though, he, he he's been a standout so far. Been really impressed by him. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Dane Mizzitani, but more importantly, check out his fine work for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Dane Mizzitani, talking Minnesota Wild Hockey here on The Lake Show. All right, Dane, man, we'll talk to you soon, bro. Sounds good, Lake, anytime. All right, take care. That's Dane Mizzitani joining us here on The Good Neighbor. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do a scoreboard. That's next year on The Lake Show. All right, a little rage against the machine. I'm disappointed. The tour has been canceled. Waiting like three years, man, to see Rage. Zach, get well, man. 
No, I think you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, it's going to take you're, some time. You're gonna, yeah. Man, imagine what the rage is going to be like when they do hit the stage. <laughs> Look at you. Man, see? Look at Ty. I see what you're doing. Tom Morello's still going to be there. Zach, get well, man. Get well. All right, let's dive into a scoreboard here on this Tuesday night. We're going to talk Wolves basketball next segment with the new television announcer, Michael Grady. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. Like, the little bit that I've known Grady, he seems like a cool dude, so I'm looking forward to that chat. Let's start with uh, Major League Baseball H. Lake, because rumor has it there's some playoff games going on. And uh, I'm sorry. Are for, there? Uh, yeah, I, that's, you know, word on the street. That's what the kids say. Word on the street. I know. Well, unfortunately, uh, Unfortunately, it's not involving the Twins. No, it it is not. And (laughs) for those that maybe wanted the little engine that could, they could not because the New York Yankees got three in the bottom of the first inning. They chased Aaron Savali after one-third of an inning, which uh, I don't think is very good when you're looking to get 27 outs. You only got one. He gave up three early, a three-run home run to Giancarlo Stanton. uh, Stanton, And the Yankees over the Guardians 5-1, to so that sets up the... Uh, I mean, Astros and Yankees, it's it's Goliath versus Goliath there. And I think the Astros are going to come out of that thing. Good. Yes. Well, the well, they've dominated the Yankees all year long. They should. And, and I think they're the better team of the two. Justin By the way, yeah. Savali in the um, the box score here, because mm-hmm. he took the loss, right? Yeah. It says 0-1. Guess what they have is his ERA. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be really high. Just take a guess. Uh one twenty-seven times three, twenty-seven times three, six. The two eighty-one. Yes. Is it really? Jeez. Okay. You're looking uh, right at it. I bet. I was. Yeah. I know you. I knew you were. I knew you were. But I was. I knew you were. Did it look like I was cringing to do math in my head? Not really. Dad, damn it. That was the giveaway. Okay. Well, yeah, because you know I can't do math on the fly. I was hoping that the Guardians would would uh, would represent. They didn't. Yeah, and I mean, great season by them, though. Absolutely. You know, they may have they overachieved as much as the Twins and the White Sox underachieved. So Cleveland went, and hey, they took a bad division, and they pushed the Yankees to five. So congratulations to the Guardians. I mean, you know, they've got all the momentum heading into uh, next off season. Hey, the uh, Phillies and the Padres maybe a surprising National League Championship Series. Uh, first game is in uh, sunny San Diego, and they are in the bottom of the first inning, and it is uh, zero zero as uh, Zach Wheeler on the bump for the Phillies in that game. So let's get to the uh, the NBA. Two games going on uh, tonight here. H Lake. Seven and a half minutes left to go in the first half. At I see, and I want to call it Boston Garden, but I know it's not. Uh, the Celtics up on the 76ers. 40 to 39. Jason Tatum, 11 points in that game. But so far, the Beard, 16 for Philly. They trail by one. Of course, the uh, the late game, everybody loves it because it's Steph and LeBron. Who isn't going to watch? Just the Lake Show, baby. It's the Lake. Uh, it's not the Lake Show. It's a Lake Show. It is a Lake Show. Yeah. This is the Lake Show. Okay, the Lake Show. You can't have that, LA Lakers. You got LeBron. It's LeBron. And Steph, tonight, 9 o'clock, the uh, tip-off there. But, of course, we're going to be watching tomorrow a much-anticipated season opener for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And maybe, yeah, the most anticipation that I can remember 
Probably since coming off that Western Conference Finals. Yes, I agree. No yeah. question. And that seems like such a long time ago. But, I mean, that God, that was a good squad. Good, good squad. Yep. Hey, let's get to the uh, the ice right now here. Yeah, let's do it quick, yeah. All right. Uh, at the uh, five minutes left to go in the second period, Canucks over the Blue Jackets 2 to nothing. Ducks over the Devils 2-1. to one. Uh, Just starting the second in Ottawa. Bruins and Senators tied at three. Lightning doubling up the Flyers 2-1 to one, halfway through the second period there. End of the first, Long Island, the Sharks over the Islanders one nothing. Later on tonight, the Golden Knights and the Flames match up with two unbeaten teams there. Sabres and the Oilers later on, and then the uh, LA Kings and the Nashville Predators. That is also later on tonight. All right, coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather, and then we'll talk to the new voice of the Timberwolves on the television side of things, Michael Grady. He joins us next from Bally Sports North on the Lake Show. All right, it's that time. It's time for the association. They have returned right now on one of our screens. We got these Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Boston Celtics tonight. But tomorrow night, I won't be here in studio. I'll be at Target Center rocking out with the fan base and watching the Minnesota Timberwolves get their season underway, taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And we welcome in the new voice on the television side of things, television broadcaster Michael Grady, uh, first year here. We welcome him with open arms. He is going to be rocking the house tomorrow night on Bally Sports North. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Grady. That is his uh, Twitter handle, and he's joining us here on the Lake Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. Uh, Michael, man, I know that we met on media day, but uh, happy to have you back on the show. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back, Lake, man. I've been uh, looking forward to uh, tomorrow for a while, and I uh, can't, can't wait to get rolled. I mean, talk about your excitement, man. What is it going to feel to – What's it going to feel like for you to be in the building and just kind of, you know, part of that Timberwolves nation? Because, look, you've been you've been doing this thing for quite some time and you come to us from another organization. But now this is your new house. Yeah, it's it's um, that's the way to put it. It's this my new house. This is this is the new home for those who come to games, who've been calling Minneapolis home, who've been fans of the Timberwolves. Um, that's your, that's, that's a, it's a second home. And when you're in a, a gig in a position like this, I'm going to be spending a lot of time, you know, at Target Center. Um, you know, see faces regularly, shaking hands, dapping people up, um, calling these games with Jim Pete. And we're going to go through some great moments, you know, when we're entering the arena with smiles on our faces and sometimes leading with disappointment. But more often than not, you know, we're going to be leaving with smiles on our faces, figuring out where we're going to eat and talk about the game and talk about the season and how it's going and what we're projecting for the postseason. It's a, uh, it's a beautiful journey with ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys, and I'm excited about going on that ride. And so, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been the case in each of my stops. You just get wrapped up in it, and uh, I think I told you on media day that um, I'm a fan first and a broadcast is second. So I want to see these guys succeed. I want to see these guys play well. It's been an interesting training camp and preseason, and, and again, can't wait to get rolling tomorrow. I got to say, man, I'm so jealous. I'm envious of Michael Grady, and I got to tell you why. He, he, and, and, and I want this to come off as like I'm hitting on him because I know he's, you know, he's, he's a happily married man. But, man, that voice, what's up with that? You had, you've had, you had that, that killer voice your whole life? My goodness. 
Oh, did you stand in? The, did you stand in the mirror and just be practicing that back when you was in high school? No, no, I was probably flexing on people working at the Taco Bell drive thru back in the day. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Have, <laughs> have you invested? I know it's not winter yet, but remember now. You need to invest in that good down jacket at some point, man. I know you probably got some yeah. cool stuff from, from you know, previous winners in Brooklyn, but, man, we different here. We different. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I went on an Amazon spree and got about six scarves um, the other day uh, that all came in. Ski masks. Um, I'm going to look real incognito out there, but I'm not going to feel the wind when it's blowing in my face. I got, I got a couple of good – down jackets. Um, the pea coats are okay right now, but it's about to get it's about to get real. So yeah, I've been perusing uh, uh, Canada Goose and and all the. <laughs> I need some recommendations. Yeah, because I, I need to get the closet uh, full of um, you know because I'm not trying to feel that cold at yeah. all. So no, we got away you. And heavy coats. We got you. We got you. All right. So so one of the things that fans are excited about is the the regular season debut uh, debut of Rudy Gobert. And look, we saw him, him and Cat on the court together last Friday. Um, but it really, you know, th- tomorrow is a game that matters, right? It's a regular season game. Yeah. Um, just talk about the anticipation of seeing a guy that had had so many great years with the Utah Jazz being in a Timberwolves uniform. You know, it's it's going to be really fascinating to see how long it takes to gel. Like, these types of things don't happen overnight. They didn't have an opportunity to play together over the summer. Uh, Rudy Gobert was playing in Eurobasket with France. And then at the start of the preseason, you know, Cat was ill and couldn't really get – it wasn't involved in training camp that first week. And so they were only to play, able to play that last preseason game together, which there was a lot of anticipation for but you were playing a real unique and dynamic squad in the Brooklyn Nets, and they present some matchup challenges themselves. And so they're trying to figure things out, Kat and Rudy and the other guys around them, while you're playing this, you know, even though they're, they're, the Nets are still working Ben Simmons into the mix, that's still a well-oiled machine led by Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and others. So that was kind of a, um, a, a tough go at it, trying to figure things out, but they've had some good days of practice. And now you're facing Oklahoma City Thunder, and no disrespect, but they're not the Brooklyn Nets. Um, they're going to compete. They're going to battle. Uh, Shea Gildas Alexander is going to be back in the mix for them. Lou Dort is a great defender. I'm looking forward to that Lou Dort Anthony uh, Edwards matchup. Um, but it's it presents a golden opportunity given the lack of depth in the front court for the Oklahoma City Thunder for the for Rudy Gobert and Cat to get some reps together. Um, there'll, there'll be opportunities when they're, you know, only one is on the floor. You know, one will be on the floor pretty much at all times unless it's a blowout. But it's a really good opportunity for Coach Finch and company to, uh, to, to really get a good sample size of how this is going to work and put what they've seen in practice the last couple of days out there in a real game situation. So it's a, it's a great opportunity. You can't take any opponent lightly. But these first five games of the season, Lake, uh, they're, you know, on paper, you should take care of Oklahoma City. You should take care of the Utah Jazz. You should take care of the San Antonio Spurs. They should be 5-0. and Talking to Michael Grady, voice of the Timberwolves for Bally Sports North here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Um, look, I, I talked about how the winners here in Minnesota are different. There's a player on our team that's absolutely different. His name is Anthony Edwards. And I remember back to some of the highlights that he had playing 
at Brooklyn last year. That was some phenomenal basketball that he played. And I remember one of the dunks that he had was just – I think that Jadakiss was at the arena that night. Jadakiss was in the locks, and he's, look, he's looking around like, whoa, this, this cat is something else. Man, how, how special in your eyes is Anthony Edwards? He's special because he's he's um, a dog, and I I, I mean that in a, a big time respectful way because you need dogs on your roster if you're going to be successful. Um, he's a guy that that's a competitor at heart. Um, he takes individual matchups personally. He wants to go out there and succeed, and he also wants to get his teammates involved. He's unique in that way too, to where he doesn't get so focused on himself to where it takes away from his teammates. He wants to set his teammates up while also being aggressive and finding his own. So he'll have these moments where you wonder where's, you know, wait a minute, where's Ant? And then all of a sudden he explodes and has a big quarter or a big half or whatever it may be. And so consistency and finding that balance is going to be something that, that I'm excited about keeping an eye on this upcoming season. But his, his jump shot, he's put a lot of work on his jump shot. He's added, you know, 10 pounds of, of muscle to his frame, and so, you know, he wants to be more dynamic when he's attacking the rim. He's added a variety of moves when he's attacking the basket, so he's not so one-dimensional, and uh, I I think we're going to see him take his game to an entirely different level this upcoming season. I I think that is huge. He's hungry. He wants to win. I think he fits the personality of 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 this hungry, dynamic squad that that has huge aspirations this upcoming season. And we've seen a number of guys over the course of their career take a big leap in year two to year three. And I think there's no reason why Anthony Edwards can't be in that company. Hey, Michael, always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. Um, man, welcome again. I, I look forward to, to watching you be a phenomenal broadcaster here with the Timberwolves for years to come. And uh, I'm so excited for you as well as for Timberwolves fans. I appreciate you, my brother. Thanks so much. I'll see you at our Target Center tomorrow. Absolutely. That's Michael Grady, voice of the Timberwolves. You're going to catch him on Bally Sports North. Uh, he's going to rock the house, and it's going to all start tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, man, I'm envious of that voice, i got to tell you right now. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Grady, just his last name, Grady, on uh, Twitter.com, uh, talking Timberwolves here. All right, uh, 651-461-9226. That's the phone number. We won't take phone calls next, though, because we got headlines on the Lake Show. All right, let's dive into the headlines. What do we got here on a Tuesday night? Wolves in action tomorrow night. Michael Grady, man. Let's go. OKC, let's go. No Chet. I feel bad for Chet. He's one of us. Kids out for the year. Yeah, the it's it, it, that's a bummer. really an unnecessary injury, too. Like, completely unnecessary when it gets down to it. Hey, but, but he's playing summer league, though. I, I know, but everybody plays summer league. Not, I almost say everybody. But. Yeah, but wasn't that it, like because of like a, a court thing? Oh yeah, yeah. In terms of how it happened, yeah. I get what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, should have been better maintained. Hey, uh, a story that you guys have been hearing here on the station that the FBI wants information anyone may have about the identity and whereabouts of Umbrella Man, an adult white man seen in Minneapolis during the riots following the death of George Floyd in the spring of 2020. Specifically, agents say he's responsible for breaking windows at the AutoZone store on Lake Street. Now, he's seen wearing all black and carrying a black umbrella and wearing a hat with a logo, including the uh, the letters L M. And CO, short for company. An FBI spokesperson confirmed to WCCO 
that this is a new request now, almost two and a half years later, that agents think someone may know something because of the unique nature of the man's hat. He said that uh, she said that this remains an active investigation. We have a picture on our website at WCCORadio.com. Yeah, it's there's still fallout from that, right? There, I mean, it seems like I mean, we we're trying we're still trying to get to the bottom of a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean, it's just in, in society like like January the 6th protest stuff, whatever. And I'm not talking about just here locally, but like in a bunch of different cities. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, it's this is going to be an ongoing thing, unfortunately. Hey, Kyle Rittenhouse has started his own YouTube channel to promote gun rights. Quote, welcome to my channel, reads the title of a, a video uploaded Monday to a channel called Kyle Rittenhouse on YouTube. Now, as of early this afternoon, the channel had nearly 40,000 subscribers. Hello, I'm a super excited to announce that I will be starting a YouTube channel, said the video description. I look forward to creating content about guns and talking about the Second Amendment with all of you. Of course, Rittenhouse fatally shot two people, severe wounded another during an August 2020 protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was put on trial and a jury found him not guilty last November. Teen faced several charges, including first degree reckless homicide. I just, people that kill people, I don't ever want to hear from them. I, I really don't. And they get away with it. Like, I don't want to hear from OJ. I don't want to hear from Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't want to hear from, um, who was the guy down in Florida that killed uh, Trayvon Martin? Oh, and was and was having fun with it. Yeah. Oh God, what's his name? Oh God, it escapes me now. We'll f- we'll find it. In yeah, the- we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I just it bothers me because it's almost like those people are they're bragging. Yeah, they're look, bragging. Look what I did, and I got away with it. Yep. Yeah. It, it just it it bugs me, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I think OJ George pro- Zimmerman. George Zimmerman. Yeah. Uh, OJ is one of the ones that flaunts it the most. OJ like, bugs me to when OJ does anything and I see it and I it just mm-hmm. oh my gosh it just bugs me so much. Oh, everything he does is flaunting in the face of like just you know conventional. Have you found wisdom. the killers, OJ? Whew. Uh, I'm sure he's still looking for it. Maybe Google can help him out. Who knows? <sighs> hey, if you're looking for Jeffrey Dahmer inspired clothing for your Halloween costume, I hope not. One place specifically does not have it, as eBay's taken steps to remove clothing that pays homage to Dahmer. Now, the auction site has policies that prohibit, quote, listings that promote or glorify violence or violent acts mm-hmm. and are associated with individuals who are notorious for committing violent acts. Now, the policy posted on their site goes on to say there's no space for items closely associated with or uh, benefiting violent felons, their acts or crime scenes within the past 100 years. Now, eBay explains that it enforces the policy out of respect for victims of violent crimes. Now, prior to this being removed, multiple listings on the site included replica of Dahmer's signature wire-rimmed eyeglasses, blonde wigs, and retro clothing for sale. Interest in the Dahmer uh, phenomenon has grown recently following the release of Netflix's miniseries Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer Story. Now, despite heavy backlash, the series quickly became the most watched show on the streaming platform. Disclosure, I have seen it with my wife, and it is very uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, the, the, well, it's but I do st- want to talk to my friend Josh Broughton about it. Yeah, well, I mean, he stars in it. Evan yep. Peters, Evan Peters is fantastic, by the way. Like he's he's so. Is it gruesome? It's it's the innuendos, and you don't see any of the the, the acts take place. Oh, you don't see any of it. You don't see it. Oh, okay. But the insinuation is there, and it makes you 
it made us really uncomfortable. Gotcha. Like the first one, it's more psychological than anything because you know what's happening. Um, if Netflix hadn't streamed the show, none of the families would be re-victimized. Uh, this is according to Shirley Hughes, whose son Tony was murdered by Dahmer in 1991, and she called the uh, costumers inspired by the killer evil. Oh, I can only imagine. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I would not want to have to relive that. I, I understand where they're, where they're coming from. It's almost, it's, it's, it's almost. In a different way, it's almost kind of like the Alex Jones stuff, and he's, you know, he keeps Brie bringing up stuff. Yeah, it, the weird thing about this Dahmer thing, too, is is that it almost glorifies him and paints him as the victim, which is really weird and hard to do in today's society. And by the way, uh, I don't know if you're a, a Swifty or not. I'm not a Swifty. I got no – I mean, I – Taylor Swift is all right. She's cool. Oh, man. Taylor Swift. The more, the older I get, the more I like her because she's a smart businesswoman. Mm -hmm. Well, for her 10th album due out on October 21st, she's teamed up with Spotify to share some of her inspiration for the music. And it's called Midnight. And she is uh, telling people what keeps her up at night Mm. and uh, self loathing and fantasizing about revenge keeps Taylor Swift up at night. She want revenge on Kanye? Ah, man, I, t- I don't know, man. I, I don't, I'd almost take T Swift in that. Like, I think she'd cut a, yeah, she cut somebody. <laughs> Coming up next, we go around the NFL on the Lake Show. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.